Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, Faith to Move Mountains. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. I thought about God. God is a God of war. He's a man of war. And his children are to fight the good fight of faith. So whatever he told and gave us in his word, it belongs to us. We are not smart if we are allowing the devil in life circumstances to come and take God's word right out of our hand like he didn't say something. Mm -mm. When the devil come on your turf, you make sure that he pays for it. And don't be weary in well-doing. Are we together? All right, let's look at blind Bartimaeus. That's in Mark chapter 10, commencing at verse 46. And they came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, that means pollution. That means his daddy wasn't no good the son of Timaeus, sat by the wayside begging. And when he heard, how does faith come? And how does hearing come? Okay, now, now watch this. Watch this. He was begging, right? And he heard that Jesus, and when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, verse 47, he began to cry out and say, Tell your neighbor he said. But, but watch what he said. See, a lot of us think we can run our mouth, and, and, and that's why a lot of our lives are so messed up. We're saying all that stuff. Watch this. Verse 47. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Whoop, there it is. That's what he wanted the Lord to do for him. That was his mountain, his blindness. And he wanted to be healed. There's no such thing as having a disease or an infirmity on this planet that it cannot be healed. Or that you cannot be healed as a result of it. Is there anything too hard for God? The doctor must not have the last word. Thank God for doctors. Because Paul looked around and said, only Luke is with me. So we don't have no beef with the doctors. But the problem comes in when we believe the doctors more than we believe the Lord. We forget about the stripes on Jesus' back. Granted, none of us want to go through a day not feeling well, not feeling good. None of us want to go uh, through a day feeling disconnected. Sometimes you have to wait until your joy rise up in your belly in the morning, even before you get up. I know what I'm talking about. 
when I was younger, man, before the sun was up, I'm jumping up on both feet doing the boogaloo. You can try that now if you want to. <laughs> now, instead of boogalooing at 5 o'clock in the morning, it's 5 o'clock in the evening because your energy level has come up. So what happened in the process, Bartimaeus, thank you, Bartimaeus was blind. His daddy was Tammuz. He knew it wasn't no help in his family. I don't care who your cousins are. They can't heal you. So it came into his mind, man, this is a divine opportunity. This is a great opportunity. Jesus of Nazareth is coming this way. I've heard about him. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. There are some of you that have been listening to the beautiful things that Christ has done down through the years. And you get a head cold. Now we all got to come see you. Where is your faith? Use it. You, you don't need it over yonder. You need it here. Okay? So, so, so Bartimaeus' mountain was, he was blind. In verse 48, And many charged him that he should hold his peace, but he cried the more, a great deal, Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood still. Now you call him, he, he's, he's going to stand still. He's going to come see what you want. Mm -hmm. He loves you that much. Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man saying unto him, Be of good comfort, rise. He called it thee. Now before the end, they were talking about, shut up man, stay blind. Ain't really bothering Jesus. Man, you've been like this all your life. Stay this way. That's what the devil want us to do. See, now that we are new creatures in Christ, you speak to that mountain. Now that we are new creatures in Christ, you put the devil under your feet. And the sword of the spirit is the word. So God doesn't have authority here. He gave us authority here. So what we allow, God will allow because he has no option. Until he comes back again, he's going to take care of all that. But right now, you the man. Right now, you the woman. Is that clear? Is that K-L-E-A-R? Okay. In verse 15, he casting away his garment, rose, and came to Jesus. Why did he throw his garment away? Because... He didn't plan on going back to being blind. He just knew that Jesus was going to perform a miracle on him. He believed that with all of his heart. And he cast that garment aside. Verse 51. And Jesus answered and said unto him. Will, what wilt thou that I should do unto thee? Now this, is, this, is, this can kind of turn you on your ear. Jesus knows everything. He knew where Adam was in the Garden of Eden. But you know what Jesus said when he came into the garden? Adam, where are you? And now he, here he is, the Lord of all glory, asking this blind man, what do you want me to do for you? Now what is God saying to all of us? For the most part, you know what you need. Open your mouth and say it. Amen. 
Don't be, don't be ashamed. God, when he came into the garden of Eden, knew where Adam was. Why did he call him? Because God wanted him to speak up for himself. Then the apostle Paul says, uh, I think he was talking to either Aquila or Agrippa, not Aquila, but Agrippa, and, and, and he stretched forth his hand and said, I'm, I'm so thankful, and I'm paraphrasing, that, I, that I'm able today to speak for myself. And you ought to be able today to speak for yourself. If you want your life straightened out and, and all this confusion and all this other stuff, and all, speak to the mountain. And tell it what to do. And if you don't doubt in your heart but believe that those things which you say shall come to pass, you're going to have whatever you say. Now I got tired of this parking lot and this this place being littered and I was hoping that that stuff would just stop that it would just go away and I didn't want to tell you all because some of y'all scared anyway so I say well scared or not scared here it comes I'm, I'm going to tell it and that was about the fifth time that it happened but to see the grace of God he answered our prayer and did what we asked him to do. You got that? Wednesday night here. At the close of prayer meeting. We prayed. And stood in agreement. That the government would not shut down. Because of whatever they were doing up there in Washington. That was Wednesday. The deadline in Washington D.C. was Thursday. God showed up and the government did not shut down. We prayed. See, when we come together in numbers, you know, in, we do better. Your presence is very important. All right, now moving right along. In verse 50, and he casting away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. And Jesus answered and said unto him, what wilt thou that I should do unto thee? The blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the way. See, when a man's eyes are open, he's going to follow Christ. He's not going to follow Muhammad. He's not going to be all caught up in the rest of that stuff. When this man Bartimaeus' eyes were open. He followed Jesus along the way. And that's what we, that, that, that's why a lot of us are in here right now. If somebody were to ask you, who opened your eyes? Jesus. I heard about him. I heard that he was the son of God. I had a problem in my life. I didn't know what I was going to do with the situation, with the mountain. And I called on the Lord. Invited him into my heart. And my life has never been the same. So I'm not, I'm not missing church. I'm not missing prayer meeting. I realize people have stuff. Some people work on Wednesday. I got all that. But you must not allow the devil to go on deceiving you. It's power in numbers. Amen. So. Tell your neighbor. Bartimaeus eyes were open. Mm -hmm. 
All right. I'm not going to get back to 1 Corinthians. I'm going to say to Mark 11. Well, I don't see why. Let me do this right quick. <laughs> Mark 11, 24 this time. So I'm going to read verses 23 and 24. Verily, verily, I say unto you, what things or whatsoever you shall say, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. Get up out of here and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe. So this is not just your tongue talking. This is your heart connected to your words. Huh? And shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Now verse 24. Therefore, this is the concluding thought behind this. Therefore I say unto you, whatever things you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Get out of your feelings. What did you just say? Get out of your feelings. What did you just say? What was your prayer? Did you believe it? If you believed it, then you get up and start walking and talking like it has already happened because it already has. This is the petition that we have of him. If we desire from God anything in prayer, 1 John 5 and 14, you don't have to go there. We have the petition that we desire of him because we asked him. If we could get the complication out of our, out of our thinking apparatus, we can do just fine. What did you do? I prayed. Did you believe? Yes, I did. What did you pray for? See, now don't get confused behind praying over against speaking to that mountain. Because in your prayer life, that's where you're going to get power. In the word is where you're going to get direction. And men ought to always pray. And not faint. Too many of God's people are fainting because of COVID, looking at it, and, and going through all the rest of these changes. Why are you putting yourself through all that? And the only thing you got to do is believe God. Amen. Who kept you in your daddy's loins. Before your daddy gave you to your mother. And kept you in your mother's womb. And then was in the delivery room when you came out. Amen. And it fed you all the days of your life. And now we got a problem. Now we can't see you. Now you're scared. Now you're running. For what? And you can speak to the mountain. I've never seen a generation like this. Never. And I would to God that these people would wake up. It's over 700,935 dead folk. As of today. Behind COVID. And some people still talk about I ain't getting no shot. But see, I understand. I used to be there. I used to be stupid too. Stupid with two O's. <laughs> You'll get it next week. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, Bartimaeus, because he knew that he was blind, he knew 
that he wanted to see. He knew that Jesus of Nazareth was passing that way, and he cried out. And people around him wanted to shut him up. And the more they wanted to shut him up, don't you let nobody stand in your way when you're trying to get something from God that you need. Don't you let their doubt and disbelief cause you to not believe. Ain't but one God, and that's not him. They are not him. So God is willing and God has the power to carry you to places you never even dreamed about. God can meet every one of your needs while you are asleep. You can wake up in the morning and have it right there in your lap. God is good. He that keepeth Israel neither slumbers nor sleep. You don't have to sell yourself short to get nothing. If you pray and believe, you shall receive. Come on up in here. Tell your neighbor, Barnabas' eyes were open. Ephesians chapter 1. Go there. Ephesians chapter 1. Can you admit that Barnabas' eyes were open? Do you know why his eyes were open? Why was his eyes open? Because he asked for it. Wow. That's powerful. <laughs> because he asked for it. But Paul has something to say to the church. Now listen to this, starting at verse 15, chapter 1. Wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus, and love, see faith worketh by love, and love unto all the saints, not just the saints that come here, love to all the saints. Huh? Skip the charges. Just Deal with the saints. No cowboys, none of that. The saints. That's what's written. I ain't got no help in here. <laughs> I'm just teasing because I know some of y'all take that very seriously. You heard me up to that point. Bless your heart. Jesus is the winner for all of us. He wants everything for all of us. We ain't even going to hell. He got the keys. He's a winner. But now watch this. Watch this now. Verse 15 again. Wherefore I also after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints cease not to give thanks for you making mention of you in my prayers. That's what we need to do for one another instead of you know trying to find fault with one another no you need to pray for me I need to pray for you you ain't perfect quit acting like you are we all have flaws we all have shortcomings and if you're looking for somebody perfect you're going to have to leave this earth even the taxi cab driver ain't perfect that's why y'all had a wreck Anyway, verse 17, that the God, this was his prayer, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. That's what happened Thursday. 
and a whole lot more before that ever happened Thursday. Amen. It's been happening with a lot of us a long time. Amen. That God has given us wisdom and knowledge. Now look at verse 18. The eyes of your understanding. Whoop, there it is. The eyes of your understanding, not your neighbor's. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. That you may know what is the hope of his calling. And what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe. According to the working of his mighty power. Which he wrought in Christ. When he raised him from the dead. And set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Far above all principality and power and might and dominion. In every name that is named. There it is right there. It can be cancer. It can be COVID. It can be poverty. It can be depression. If it's got a name, it ought to be under your feet. If you believe. So it's far above all principality and power and might and dominion. In every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. Man, the name of Jesus is powerful here. It's going to be powerful over there. It's never going to lose its power. Never! And we sitting around here not using the name. And the name is good in this world and the world to come. Amen. And the question is, do you know Jesus? If the answer is yes, then why are you standing there looking at that mountain? Do something. But look at verse 22. This is what Jesus has done. This is what God has done for us through Christ. And had put all things under Jesus' feet. And gave him to be the head over all things to the church. Now, if he's over all things to the church, the church ought not to be all weak and wobbly and confused. He's the head of the church. He put us in, the Holy Ghost put us in Christ because of our faith that God gave us. And you mean to tell me you're going to let something stop you? And you are unstoppable? You got to have a heart. You got you to have a you already have it, but you need to acknowledge that you got a, a heart of a champion. Don't tell me about Tom Brady. Please don't. Because all them Super Bowls wasn't valid. So don't, don't come here telling me about Tom Brady. Some of those games were not fair. They were not won fair and square. But Jesus won this thing fair and square. That means it all lined up. He did God's will for our redemption. So all this stuff, you need to put it upon your feet instead of sitting up meditating on it and all this. And the Lord has brought a lot of us from a mighty long way and you sitting up thinking about 
you know, it's okay to acknowledge that the Lord has brought you. It's not okay to sit up and be worried about the fact that he did bring you and reliving all that over again. I was in an abusive relationship and my husband just beat me and all that. And you've been delivered for 50 years and you're still talking about it. Why are you still talking about it? It's over. Let it go. I ain't barking at you. I'm just trying to get you to understand why are you bringing yesterday up into today to try to live by it? Sufficient unto this day is his own evil. Give us this day our daily bread. You got to speak to that mountain. I don't, I, I don't, you got to speak to it. And sometimes some of your friends are fake. Jesus was on his way to Calvary. Here come Peter. Today's message, Faith to Move Mountains, FC3120, FC3120, is now available on CD for only $10. And it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885. Or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible Radio Broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. Or email us, greenwoodacres at comcast.net. Know Your Bible Radio Broadcast is now available as a podcast. You can listen to Know Your Bible through Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Simply search for Know Your Bible or Bishop Caldwell in either app. Tap the subscribe button and Know Your Bible will come to you automatically each time an episode is posted. Enjoy! Now the question is... Power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is... I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you say those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. 
Much, much love to you. Now the question's up. We'll Hello, this is Bishop Carwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you.